episode one of the best podcast ever. Hey everyone, I'm Abi. And I'm Sindhu. And you're listening to Hidden Health. We're so excited to bring to you a lively podcast serving to highlight interesting and important topics in health and medicine that tend to be overlooked. In today's episode, we'll be discussing a popular statement that many of us, I'm sure, have grown up with, but may have possibly never actually explored further. Almonds make you better at math. You know, now that I kind of think about it, I remember every time as I was getting ready to go to school and I had the math test that day or a math test later that week, I'd always see a bowl of almonds, soaked almonds sitting on the counter. And my mom would always be like, oh, you're like, you have to eat your almonds. You're going to do better on your math test if you do. And I didn't really ever think about it, but it's kind of interesting to me now. Yes, for sure. I can totally relate. I experienced the same story growing up and I always thought it was some sort of tactic to get me to eat the almonds because mm-hmm. my mom knew that. I hate nuts. I still hate nuts to this day. But maybe it was for the best. We'll find out. Maybe. But have you ever thought about whether there's any actual truth to this? That's a really good question. I was actually wondering this myself. So I did a bit of research earlier on the subject. So it turns out that in 2016, a study conducted at the University of Karachi in Pakistan found that giving almonds to rats not only enhances memory retention, but also attenuates memory deficits. I know, it's pretty interesting. Mm. And as we know, memory is a big part of improved performance in math. I would know that personally. (laughs) (laughs) The study investigated how almonds could be protective against scopolamine-induced amnesia in rats. Huh, what's scopolamine-induced amnesia? Yeah, so scopolamine is a drug more commonly used to treat motion sickness and post-operative vomiting and nausea. I actually get really motion sick all the time, so chances are I probably used this drug, you know, at one point in my life or another. Well, considering how car sick I would get, I probably would have needed this (laughs) drug at some point. (laughs) I bet. Anyway, it functions as an acetylcholine receptor antagonist in the brain. Acetylcholine is a neurotransmitter that neurons use to communicate. And unfortunately, if scopolamine is around, it can actually block the receptors used to receive signals from the chemical, which then prevents neurons from signaling each other. Oh, whoa. In this study, the researchers used the scopolamine to artificially induce memory and learning loss and deficits in the rats. This scopolamine thing sounds pretty scary. Yeah, get this. It's actually known as devil's breath and classified as the world's scariest drug. No way. (laughs) Anyway, the study basically found that almond administration for 28 days improved memory retention. And this was also seen in the scopolamine-induced amnesia rodents. Overall, Mm. the study recorded that almond intake had a role of acetylcholine in attenuating scopolamine-induced amnesia meaning that it is actually possible that almonds elevate the levels of acetylcholine in the brain. Huh, that's super interesting. It kind of ties together with this article I was looking at on PubMed that observed nootropic effects in rats that were fed almonds. So nootropics are essentially these various forms of supplements, commonly known as smart drugs, believe it or not, that positively impact cognitive ability and enhance brain function. Smart drugs. Interesting. Yeah, it's kind of a weird name, huh? 
A 2012 study conducted surprisingly also at the University of Karachi in Pakistan observed nootropic effects with this almond intake in rats. The almond-treated rats demonstrated improvements in memory and learning, and the researchers also noted an increase in 5-HT metabolism, um, which is also the metabolism of serotonin. Dang, that's pretty cool. But wait, mm -hmm. I thought serotonin was a mood-enhancing neurotransmitter. What does it have to do with math? Ah, see, that's the interesting thing. I think we all know serotonin as the happy chemical, what gets us all hyped up, positively impacts our mood. And while there doesn't seem to be a direct correlation between serotonin and, you know, doing super long math, there are smaller, more indirect connections that involve serotonin and this other amino acid by the name tryptophan that kind of allow us to make reasonable inferences. Tryptophan. Wait a minute. I think I've heard that name somewhere. Mm-hmm. So nuts, such as almonds, are abundant with tryptophan, which happens to be a precursor for the neurotransmitter serotonin. So eating foods high in tryptophan potentially help your body make more serotonin. A 2016 PubMed article that I came across draws a lot of connections between serotonin and I guess you could call them factors that improve our ability to do well in subjects like math. For example, tryptophan is involved in improving your quality of sleep. And I think we all know that improved quality of sleep means improved cognitive ability, um, improved attention span, and as well as, you know, general overall alertness. And we could say that these are factors that are necessary to perform well in complex subjects like math. Quality of sleep? Okay, I think I'm going to keep that in mind from now on. Oh, me too. I'm in the same boat. Anyway, the article also mentions that lowered serotonin levels can be linked with cognitive impairments in terms of memory. So I guess, you know, we could infer that an increase in serotonin levels may potentially have a reversed effect. I guess the main takeaway isn't that, you know, increased serotonin levels directly help you do well in math, um, kind of like a targeted intervention, but that it more plays a role in the processes that allow you to perform well in subjects like math in general. Okay, wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah, but you know, I think so far we've kind of talked about improved cognition, improved memory in general, but we don't use our entire brain to perform mathematical computations, right? Are there like certain parts of the brain that are specifically used for these kinds of tasks? Yeah, so actually on that subject, there was a study done by researchers at the Stanford School of Medicine that recognized that there are actually three main areas of the brain that contribute to improved math learning. The posterior parietal cortex, ventrotemporal occipital cortex, and the prefrontal cortex. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's pretty cool. The success in which students were able to perform math-related computations was also related to how well these areas were connected. As we know, the brain is an entire network of neurons, so nothing is ever separate on its own. Mm -hmm. So the better they perform a cohesive network, the better the student did on math problems. Now, with regard to almonds, the previous study from Pakistan that I mentioned way in the beginning was able right. to show that acetylcholine levels in the frontal cortex of rats that were fed almonds were significantly higher than those that weren't fed al almonds. So it's very probable that almond intake can actually increase acetylcholine levels in the parts of the brain that govern mathematical computations. Oh, that's really interesting. It's kind of like almost bridging the two parts of what we've been talking about. Yeah, I know, right? You know, okay, so just to recap, I guess the big takeaway from everything that we've kind of talked about today is that while we might not have the evidence to directly say that almonds improve math performance, 
I think with reasonable confidence, we can say that the nutritional elements of almonds and the brain activity associated with numerical computational cognition that you would, you know, need for math in general might actually have a correlation. Yeah. Yes, eating almonds then seems to have many indirect but positive effects on brain function. And I think this, in a way, could help you do better with tackling subjects like math. That sounds about right. Also, uh, do keep in mind that some of the studies that we discussed today were performed on rodents. So there may be slight differences when it comes to humans. But either way, almonds are definitely high in nutritional value and provide other health benefits apart from improving your math scores. Oh, for sure. Damn, Abby. We really should have eaten more almonds fall quarter, huh? Yeah, so let's actually not talk about that. <laughs> but anyways, eat your almonds, kids. Unless you're allergic. Oh, yeah, that too. Thank you for tuning in to the first episode of Hidden Health. We hope you now understand why you always got a mouthful of almonds before that big math test. <laughs> Follow us if you enjoyed today's session and stay tuned for next time where we'll delve into the cultural stigma and status quo surrounding menstruation in India and highlighting emerging efforts to bring about menstrual equity.